the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Wednesday night, patchy clouds and a low to 58. Thursday and Friday, intervals of clouds and sun. A high on Thursday of 78. It'll be a cooler day Friday. We'll make the high of 70. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Steve Williams for News Talk 930 WLSS. Manatee High School football is a force of nature. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Very pleasant. Good evening, everyone. First and foremost, a happy Veterans Day to everyone, and especially those who have served our country. And we will move right into the show with uh, our twin coaches tonight. <laughs> our head coach, John Booth, and his brother, James Booth. How you guys doing tonight? Excellent. Doing great. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, how could we do, be doing much better, right? We're That's right. Uh, coming off a 9-1 and season, nine straight wins, a huge win over Venice, 10 to nothing. That was about uh, as good as it gets as far as a defensive struggle. Right. And we've got our offensive coordinator here, but um, hat, first of all, hats off to the defense. And then late in the game, James, you were able to put together just enough to get in the end zone, get the field goal. And I know when that field goal went through, boy, I felt pretty good. I took a lot of pressure off of sure us. Sure did. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, John, Venice is really good. Uh, we yeah. said that over and over. Naples was really good. Obviously, Ware County, uh, they're still undefeated. And yep. we have handed uh, a lot of teams their only loss of the year. Yeah. And yep. uh, that's quite a tribute. Well, yeah, and uh, a lot of big games. And, and it was it was good because our, our kids were, were battle-tested early um, and uh, kind of got us prepared for our district games and uh, played a great St. Pete team and uh, finished the year out with, with a really good Venice team. So, um, it, it's it's nice to be able to kind of have those tests early in the year to prepare you for your district games and then really kind of have a couple tough ones as you get into the uh, kind of prepare for that postseason run. And we started out in the kickoff classic with Eastlake. We beat them by nine. Eastlake is undefeated, ranked number one in the state, and they beat St. Pete. They beat yeah. them, uh, well, I think, by 25 or 26 yeah. the other night, um, similar to the way we did, but they did it a different way where we exploded in the second half. They exploded early on, and right. I believe there was another block punt in Yeah, a couple, a couple special teams plays. Yeah, and, and, and St. Pete, I'll tell you, they're, they're very, very good, but a little bit of vulnerability showed on special teams by St. Pete. Yeah, well, when you play good teams and, and you get into the postseason, special teams is critical, not only just uh, you know making the plays, but field position uh, plays a big part in that game. And uh, you got to be able to make the play in the special teams. Now, we're going to talk a lot about the playoffs because this is our playoff edition. From now on, ladies and gentlemen, it's do or die. 
Um, you lose and uh, you pack it up and you get ready for off-season workouts and yep. all the kind of stuff that we're not ready for yet. That's right. Yep. We want a long, extended playoff run. And for you guys, it's special, right? I mean, you you, you were building a Bloomingdale team, a Bloomingdale team that, by the way, is 9-1 and one and in the mm-hmm. playoffs. But this is your first uh, playoff experience as high school coaches, right? Yeah, for me it is. Uh, James coached at uh, Palmetto uh, before I, I brought okay. him over to um, to Bloomingdale, but um, so he he's had some experience with that. But um, yeah, this is uh, certainly a special one for us, and and something that uh, we've worked. Together, yeah, and, yeah, first time together, and, and uh, something we worked hard for, and and um, you know, and and now to be to be here, the kids have worked extremely hard all off season throughout this season. Um, and uh, have done a great job in, in preparing themselves, and our staff has done a great job of getting our guys ready, um, you know, for those big games and, and uh, to make a, a good run here in the postseason. We're going to have Drew Felios from Bright House Sports on a little bit later in the show. We'll have him on around 6.20 after the first break, and we've got Delvin Mays. He's our defensive player of the game. Guess who the offensive player? Johnny Lang. Yep. And uh, Johnny had... Uh, what, he had to take care of uh, family commitments, family, yep. yeah, and that of course comes first. And uh, we, our joke was, well, he's been here enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but uh, let's talk to you, James, about Johnny Lang because you were here early in the season, and now you have seen what Johnny Lang can do, and you knew what he could do, oh, but yeah. you've seen it firsthand now. And uh, tell me about what it's like uh, to have a running back uh, like Johnny Lang. I mean, just from the East Lake game to now, the progression that he's done has been tremendous. Uh, his explosion, his first step is, is so quick, uh, and his vision is is remarkable. So to see his development uh, grow has been great. He's been kind of who we rely on week in, week out to, to at least get us that big first down and then this game against Venice to get us that, that lone touchdown. And, Boy, yeah. And uh, he, you know, he ran hard. He ran great for us. And, uh, you know, he's just an, uh, an awesome guy. Well, and what I really like, too, about it is his durability. Uh, there was a stretch there where we had him, you know, 23, 25, 26 carries, um, you know, and, and he, he eclipsed 30 carries against Venice. And, um, you know, just, you know, for not being a, a overly huge Running back, uh, he, he, he's he's got a lot of durability, and he he has a, a knack for just kind of staying healthy and, and, and plugging away and, and being a tough runner. James, I'm glad you mentioned his vision because, you know, I've seen a lot of running backs over the years for Manatee High School. And so, uh, you know, I always try to pick them out and say, what, what makes this young man special? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I've concluded in the last couple of games that a lot of it is Johnny's vision, that he just sees things that a lot of people don't see. Yeah, and you can't really coach that. I mean, you can tell him the path that you want him to take, where you want him to go, but a lot of times he's got to make that one guy miss, and he does. Nine times out of ten, he's going to, and, and you just, you know, you're kind of left in awe of what he does watching the film. If you want to join in our conversation tonight, you can, 955-0930, We've just got a lot to go over, but I want to continue talking about the Venice game. I thought Sloan Drummond's had a very good game. Mm-hmm. His deep passes are pretty much right on the money. He's very, just very impressive as a deep thrower, and a lot of times, especially in high school, you just don't see that. Now, right. both you guys, you know, work with him, but uh, we'll go to the quarterback, the former quarterback, first. Uh <laughs> John, what is it that, that makes him such a good deep thrower? 
Well, he came in. One of the first things that we saw this summer when I first got here was his ability to throw a deep ball. He releases it nice, has a nice spiral to it. His placement is very good. One of the things that we've stressed and we've worked on, I say we, Sloan and I, have worked on throughout the season is not trying to force those deep throws and you know kind of showcase your arm, so to speak, but kind of taking what the defense gives you, going through your reads and and getting the ball out quick, and, and he's done a great job uh, doing that. Right now, he's he's throwing over 60 percent. Um, you know, I want to say you know close to 62 uh, percent, which is which is our goal. We want to be above 60 percent. Um, you know, and and uh, you know, last week against Venice had a couple drops that would have put him in the 80 percent range. And so uh, he was very efficient with the with the ball, and and uh, is not putting our um, you know our offense in a position to. Um, you know, to try to make up some, you know, for for some mistakes, either throwing interceptions or, or taking sacks or things like that. So he's he's uh, he's progressed uh, like we had hoped um, this this year, and, and uh, does a nice job protecting the football. Now, James, one thing I noticed is it seemed like Johnny started finding the creases with Sloan handing him the football. In other words, we loosened it up a little bit that they had to respect. Sloan throwing the ball rather than if Johnny's in the Wildcat, you know, they know basically Johnny's, right. you know, might do a read option, but he's probably going to run. So I, I thought in the second half that became really effective. Yeah, we, I mean, we were trying to find what works, where we can attack, uh, and we liked bringing Zach Staten in at the tight end spot uh, and kind of forced them to, to show their alignment, and, and we were able to hand it off and, and run pulling our tackles quite a bit and and that really was our best play we we like to do the trap but you know they were slanting into it and cutting our puller and, and we really just couldn't get it going so mm-hmm. it took us a little bit to find what was working and uh once we did we were able to exploit that well johnny ended up with 138 yards on 32 carries mm-hmm. and sloan was 11 for 17 uh nearly 65 percent for uh, just under 100 yards and he had, again, he had a couple of drop balls. But I, I want to point out, um, because you mentioned Zach Staten, and he threw a, a really a key block on the touchdown run by mm-hmm. Johnny, which he seems to do every time he gets in there. So hats off to Staten. He, yeah. He's a good ball player. Yeah, he, you know, we've been seeing a lot of the teams adjust by blitzing the guy off the edge. And, you know, we've kind of made that adjustment to where, Cavius is going to go up to the safety, and Zach will just kick him out. And we finally ran it how it's supposed to be run, and, and Johnny did a good job of reading his initial kick out and then bouncing back outside. Now, before we move to the defense, because really that was the story of the game. It was a yeah. defensive struggle. Um, one more uh, person, Tariq Milton, mm-hmm. uh, caught, you know, I was like, wait a minute. I was looking down, uh, who is this, who is this? And it was uh, Tariq, who has some big plays this year. Yep. But he came up with a big catch, and he's starting to emerge a little bit, isn't he? Yeah, he's you know he's one of those young guys that's been progressing throughout the year. He's you know he had a, a kickoff return on an outside kick against yeah. Naples, and I think that kind of gave him the confidence that he can play at this level. And he ran a great slant route, and uh, I believe that was on third down yep. that he made the catch and literally ripped it away from the guy. Yeah. Um, now, as far as defense goes. Um, I, I don't know that you could get much better of a defensive effort yeah. because, well, 
you know, Kelvin McKnight is an outstanding player, but he did, you know, he, he fumbled the, the one punt, and we were going to have the ball in really, really good field position. Right. And it's just one of those things. It happens. But it puts the defense right back out there, and lo and behold, they make a stop. Yeah, and that was huge for us. We were coming out of the uh, out of halftime um, saying we need to have a, a defensive stand because that, that entire first half we were playing in our territory um, and, and, in fact, one time inside the inside the 10 coming out from the minus 7. And um, it, it's hard to kind of put drives together, uh, you know, sustain a drive when you have to go 90 yards right. or 80 yards. And so um, knowing that we were kicking off in the, in the second half, we can get a stop, which we did, went three and out. That, you know, we could kind of flip the field and, and, and play in positive territory. Um, you know, the, the, the turnover on special teams was, was huge. Um, but to have our defense be able to come out and, and, and get another stop and force another punt um, when it's kind of taking some momentum. We were saying, you know, coming out of the half is this might be a game where it's one or two big plays can win it for you. And, um, you know, at, at, a time, at the time it looked like, well, shoot, maybe that's that big play that Venice just made. And so to have our defense be able to come out, get another stop, um, really kind of sparked our offense when we were able to get – get out and make a make a nice drive after that i honestly thought that was the changing moment of the football game mm-hmm. because i i was really nervous when yeah. venice got it back in our territory yeah. and i was thinking ah oh, shoot you know and, and the defense just i mean led by delvin mays yeah. i mean they were phenomenal well the defensive line played played fantastic um you know i, I, I think we ended up with five sacks um a, a ton of qb hurries um, when you're talking about an offense that uh, predominantly runs the ball, that's where the challenge is going to be, up front on the defensive line. And those guys came in uh, huge. Mays had a great game. Uh, Quanzi had a great game. Um, you know, and, and, and I thought we did a really good job of containing their quarterback, who uh, you know, up to that point was our leading rusher for the season. Uh, he does a great job of, of kind of getting out of, the, out of the pocket when he's throwing the ball and uh, extending plays and, and getting, the, getting downfield. Uh, I thought we did a great job containing him on, on, you know, inside the pocket. But they do a lot of design quarterback runs with him, and um, we we did a great job defending those. All right, we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we'll have trivia, and we'll have Drew Felios from Bright House Sports. Also, our defensive player of the game, Delvin Mays, who's standing by. All right, we're going to be back right after this. We're live at Beefo Brady's for Hurricane Hotline. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. 
When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longboat Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. Good evening. Tuesday ride home, winding down, 75, moving well now through Sarasota and Manatee counties. This traffic report brought to you by Britain's Carpet One floor and home in Venice. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge. A smooth ride across the Manatee River there. 301, 41, still a little slow in the usual spots. On the secondary roadways, Manatee Avenue, Fruitvale Road, the University Parkway, all trouble-free. No problems on B-Ridge or Clark Road, and things are looking good down in Venice. Venice Avenue, Jack Randall Boulevard, both uh, moving well. Britain's Carpet One Floor and Home, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home, including carpet tile, laminates, and more. One-on-one service backed by more than 50 years in the area. I'm Bob Cummings with WLSS Traffic. Hotline live from Beefo Brady's 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much, and a pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Beefo Brady's for Hurricane Hotline. And, again, a very happy Veterans Day, as it was just a gorgeous day. Yes, um, it was. I didn't have to go into work today, and, uh, man, it was nice. Wow, it's about as good as it gets today. Yeah. So this is why people moved to Florida. Oh, you're exactly <laughs> right. Wow. And uh, is it kind of uh, – 
you know, this little cool snap invigorate the team a little bit. I know, man, back in August and September, yeah. it's just oh, yeah. so dreadfully hot. Yeah, kids are uh, kind of moving at a, a little faster clip and uh, a little more energy. Yeah, tempo between drills is a little bit faster. So, yeah, we uh, we treasure these days. Now, how has practice gone this week? Uh, because, again, we talked about it. You've got this Venice game, this huge rivalry, an undefeated team, a one-loss team, and then you got the playoffs. So how's it yeah. going? Well, it, uh, it's been great these first two days. Um, I, was, I was a little nervous kind of walking into the Venice week because of how – uh, excited the kids are about this game in particular uh the rematch obviously from from last year and um you know knowing that we've got a, a big game in venice to to, to prepare for so um, i was happy with how we came out play friday so um knowing that and going into this week these kids are fired up they're ready to go and and uh it's it's been a good week so far we're going to kind of segue into the Fort Pierce game. First, we'll have our first trivia question of the evening. Now, since it's Veterans Day, Phil Dudevois, our able-bodied statistician, came up with this question. And we've had, uh, I'll say several, because when you say several, that means it's more than two. Um, my good friend Marge Nelson would argue that point, but... Um, now, it's not couple, it's several, okay? So that means more than two. It could be three, four, five. Uh, but we've had several players, that's an inside joke, that played uh, at service academies, okay, or currently play at service academies. All I need to know are two players who played at Manatee High School who either play right now or have played at a service academy. Now, if you know, uh, we've got somebody who knows right up front here, Gene Brown. And uh, we will uh, get that answer here momentarily when Gene breaks away from Danny. Come on down, Gene. Gene. <laughs> Gene, where's your mic, man? Oh, all right. Well, the trivia question is, Gene, uh, players who have played at a service academy who, of course, uh, played at Manatee High School. There you go. Gene, say hello to everybody tonight. Hello, everybody. Tonight, how are you doing? Back there talking with Mr. Carter about, you know, obviously how things will roll as we keep winning and go on and, and have a great time. Here we go. So we got uh, one of our uh, former parents and now defensive line coach, Walt Smith, Frank Bruner, and uh, Brooks Larkin. You got it. Good job. All right, Walt. Nice job. Defensive line coach here with his pupil, Delvin Mays. And uh, that means uh, get Walt some wings, give him a, he's already got all sorts of T-shirts and everything, but I'm sure he'd appreciate some wings. Um, we've got one more trivia question. The other uh, player that we came up with, and there may be more, and we welcome anyone to let us know if there are any more, but uh, the Merchant Marine Academy, Bowen Summer, who's a good friend of yours, yes, Coach, that's right? right. Yep. Uh, Bowen uh, played there. So that's the three players that we were able to come up with, Frank Bruner at Army. Brooks Larkin is currently at the Air Force Academy out in Colorado. And then uh, from several years ago, several years ago, <laughs> Bowen Summer. All right, let's, uh, let's get to Fort Pierce before we talk to uh, uh, Drew Felios from Bright House Sports. Uh, last week, John, we talked briefly. We didn't want to spend a lot of time on the playoffs because mm -hmm. the Venice game, and we didn't want to overlook Venice or anything, which, by the way, we, we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the score that the Herald Tribune picked, everyone. Now, I, I, I don't want to pick on 
Dennis from the Herald Tribune. He seems to be a good guy and everything. But his score, did everybody hear the score out there that the Herald Tribune thought Dennis would win by? 56 to 14. I mean, uh, again, I just don't understand that, the, the reasoning behind that. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that was what he and probably fired us up a little bit, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a believer that. You know, I mean, I think once you hit the field, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But it, it, it can't hurt you, I guess, to, to have that our, little extra motivation. Definitely got the kids fired up. <laughs> yeah, it got their attention. Got their attention, exactly. 56 to 14. I mean, if he would have picked 31-30, 14-10, whatever. But, what? okay, <laughs> enough of that. I just thought that needed to be mentioned for those of you who didn't see the score. Now, f- finally on that point, I, Thursday night, I always log on to Herald Tribune and see, you know, their little capsule games, Mm -hmm. because I'm curious, especially our game. And when I saw Mm -hmm. that, I just thought it was a misprint. But, all right, um, we'll move on. Fort Pierce, we went over there last year. Guys, uh, you were busy with Bloomingdale last year. Mm -hmm. But um, it was a a devastating loss for the Hurricanes, um, because I still feel that last year's team was really, really special. Uh, We had that big Mm -hmm. offensive line. We had Trayvon Walters and Johnny Lang. Uh, you know, we had Josh Meyer at quarterback. It was a good team. The defense was outstanding. It was just one of those things. Josh Meyer got hurt, and, you know, we lost. <laughs> well, and you don't like to go into a playoff game having to play your number two quarterback. And, right. And that's a big deal. And that was the first series. Right. right. The first series. And, you know, it was one of those things. Uh, he tried to make a, a hit, and he did make the hit. But yeah. in retrospect, we wish he wouldn't have made the hit. It was Pushing after an interception. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. So there are a lot of players that are still – at Manatee, oh, yeah. and uh, Delvin Mays being one yeah. uh, that played in that game. Delvin played a lot in that football game. So I know that, that you know, revenge is something that's mentioned a lot, but, boy, um, that's something that's there this year. Now they're traveling over to our house. Right, yeah, and, and the kids are the kids are ready. Um, they're excited for this opportunity. Um, you know, it's uh, – you can you can look back at, at last year and, and you know and, and you try to you know maybe channel that somewhat but this is a new season yeah. it's a new, it's new a new players yeah, a lot. it's a new four Pierce team um, you know but uh, you know the fact of the matter is it's 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 week one of the playoffs and um, you know we've got to we've got to come ready to go now we've mentioned our four team pod our little sub region with Fort Pierce and Manatee going at it Vero Beach and St Pete. Mm-hmm going at it uh, that's going to be a whale of a game uh, obviously yeah, we'll, well, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that game but mm-hmm. uh, you know we need to win and take care of business Absolutely. to move on the good thing is if we can get by Fort Pierce we will host the second round yeah so that's certainly good news now if you look and I know you guys are going to keeping another eye a little bit up to the north uh, mm-hmm. because your former team is nine and one and you have yep. to be proud of that yeah I'm very proud um, you know and and uh, you know obviously with the the late transition for for them as well and and we put a lot of a lot of time a lot of energy and effort uh, into that program and so I'm, I'm glad to see um, you know that they uh, you know have continued the the success that that we had built upon, uh, you know, there, and, and they're having the success this year and, and, and really had a, a great season. Boy, um, they've got a tough one, though, having they, to go to Orlando. They a, yeah, they have a tough draw and, and going to Dr. Phillips and, um, you know, and obviously uh, Tampa Plant up there in, in their bracket as well. Is, is, they're a tough one, too. Tampa Plant plays Boone, um, but in our region, that's just an extremely, extremely tough region. 
The good news is you're not going to have to play Plant and Dr. Phillips and Bloomingdale. Only mm-hmm. one team will come out of there. Right. So if we're fortunate enough to win our first two games, we'll play, I would say, either Dr. Phillips, Bloomingdale, or Plant on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, on paper, you got to give Dr. Phillips the advantage over Bloomingdale. They have them at home, and then Plant would have to go to Dr. Phillips if, in fact, uh, mm-hmm. Plant mm-hmm. was able to beat Boone. And, you know, Boone is – is a good team, but I don't think they're quite up to Plant's, uh, you know, the way Plant plays. Now, um, getting back to Fort Pierce, I want to talk to you a little bit, uh, James, about their defense because I, I watched their game against uh, Mainland, mm-hmm. and boy, they like to they like to bring some linebackers, don't they? <laughs> they like to bring pressure. They like to to man up, and and they think their athletes are better than than yours, and they're gonna. Say, see if you can protect it. Yeah, they uh, and, and they really, they don't disguise it a whole lot. Uh, I mean, the, no, that linebacker starts up coming play. up, and boom, there, and he's in there. Yeah. And, and a lot of times that leaves uh, one safety back deep. And sometimes, uh, depending on the formation, it might be none. Yeah. And so, you know, we really put on to our receivers that you got to beat press coverage, you got to beat man coverage, and we got to catch the ball. We gotta and, make plays, and they have played guys a brutal schedule. Manatee's yeah, played a tough schedule. Fort Pierce has played as tough a schedule, <laughs> and uh, that leads me to uh, my second trivia question uh, that we want to throw out because it has to do with Fort Pierce's schedule. They played a team from out of state that is familiar to the Manatee Hurricanes. That's all I'm going to say. A familiar out of state team traveled down here and played against Fort Pierce this year. Who was that team? that they took on, uh, a powerhouse from Mm -hmm. out of state. Uh, If you know that, uh, raise your hand, and uh, you'll win our Fort Pierce trivia question because we always try to tie in the team that we are playing. John, what about um, their offense? Uh, What have you seen out of their offense? Uh, Pretty good quarterback. Yeah, they do. Um, Junior quarterback spreads the ball, um, uh, spreads the the formations out. They uh, run some empty set. and uh, they like to chuck the ball around. Um, they'll hit their receiver screens a lot, and um, you know, so we will need to be ready for that. But um, you know, they they do a good job of, of getting upfield, getting the ball down to their uh, to their guys deep. Uh, quarterback's very good at um, you know seeing uh, you know if there's pressure, he can get out of the pocket, he can move around a little bit. So he's pretty mobile, um, you know. And uh, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep him uh, keep him in check. All right, now, if you look at, uh, you know, the teams that Fort Pierce has played, we're not going to mention the team that uh, is the trivia question. Um, That's an out-of-state team, but Daytona Beach Mainland is an excellent team. They started out by playing Fort Pierce Westwood. Now, I'll give it to them. The teams they were supposed to beat, they pounded. Right. Mm -hmm. 51 to nothing. Then Port St. Lucie, 33-16. Kissimmee Osceola, a perennial power in the state of Florida. Uh, they lost that game, 28 to 14. Then they played the school. That's the trivia question. Uh, then they were at Vero, the biggest game of the year for them. Mm-hmm. Fort Pierce has been winning the district each year. Well, uh, Vero Beach turned the tables this year. That game was at Vero. That was a hard-fought game. They lost 31 to 24. Then Jacksonville Mandarin, a good football team, from obviously up in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, 34-24. Then they pounded Centennial from Port St. Lucie, 42-6. They did the same to Treasure Coast, 53-7, before going to Mainland and losing. Well, actually, Mainland came to Central 
They, they, that game was at Fort Pierce. Uh, that was 28-17. So one thing that Coach Schaefer has done, obviously, is he's tried to upgrade their schedule. Yeah, and he's done know, a good like, job. Man. Yeah, and like we said, uh, you know, in regards to our schedule, you know, anytime you're you're playing better competition, that's making your team better. And so, um, you know, regardless of what their overall record may be, um, th- those guys are prepared, um, they're battle tested, and they'll be ready to go. When you look at their defense, um, James, do you see a team that we've played that, eh, yeah, kind of reminds you of? Really, athletically. Not, not so much. Uh, they have guys that can that can run with us. They have guys that can can scrape over from the linebacker position. Uh, they they blitz, and we really haven't seen too many blitzes, uh, really all year. Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> you know, we really haven't seen collectively uh, a team like this. So you know, it's really going to be a challenge for for us up front to to see it and protect, uh, and really for our receivers to to get open. What percentage do you think they blitz? I mean, it, it's well over 50%. Yeah, they, they like to send five every time. Right. So, you know, whether they have five down linemen or if they're bringing somebody off the edge, they, they like to send it pretty much every play. Now, they have to come over here, John, and mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Uh, yeah. For a first round, you know, I've said before that I'm not sure why that's happened because the distance that they are traveling and we had to travel last year is the most for a first-round opponent. Right, yeah. Uh, You know, anytime you're playing on the road, it it, it brings its own challenges, but uh, certainly the amount of miles that they're going to be putting on, it's going to uh, hopefully have some sort of effect on them. Now, the offensive line uh, against Venice, uh, because they're, you know, this is going to be huge. They're going to have to pick up a lot of different things. Against Venice, in the first half, I thought they, they played okay, but I thought the second half they, they started to, to kind of wear Venice down. Uh, did you see the same thing? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, a lot of that is, you know, just uh, – Venice plays guys both ways, and um, you know, and not necessarily with their with their defensive line, but um, you know, with their linebackers they're playing some some offense as well, and and uh, we're able to kind of control that line of scrimmage throughout the game and kind of pound on a pound on them uh, to where then we were able to get up to those second levels and and sustain those blocks and. Um, you know, certainly going to be something that we have to do, um, you know, throughout the postseason and, and uh, particularly this, this week. We've got to get on those, uh, you know, get on our blocks and, and uh, you know, and be really just be more physical. All right, we're going to, uh, Gene, you want to hit up with uh, Delvin Mays before he gets uh, his food? Um, <laughs> not that Delvin likes to eat or anything, but uh, all right, let's go out to Gene and the big guy, our big defensive tackle, Delvin Mays. Uh, first off, Delvin, congratulations on a great season coming in here, going 9-1, and one, helping that defense to back-to-back shutouts. Um, what probably uh, motivation on Friday night? You, you saw that score where they said we were going to lose like 56-14. to 14. Did that help motivate you a little bit? Yes, sir. <laughs> so on Friday night, um, were the Venice players, we've had a great rivalry with them over the years. Have they, um, and obviously I think you've had a little more rivalry when, before you came into here. What, what kind of motivated you overall for that Friday night? Uh, from talking to one of my big brothers, DeMarcus Christmas, up at FSU, he made a phone call to me the night before with telling me on how the rivalry should be big and how I should look forward to playing in as my um, last game of the year for my senior season. So he said I should take it very seriously. All right, going into the playoffs, um, 
obviously you had a great game and, and motivated, and, you know, and coming into the playoffs now against Fort Pierce, you think that kind of springboards the team into wanting to, to continue to do better. And um, last year, obviously, we lost this game when we were pretty heavy favorite. So what do you figure coming into this game this Friday will help you? Uh, pretty much we should just take it on as a team and not an individual thing. We should come together as how we do in practice. We've been practicing pretty good, so it's just going to be a team thing. Well, congratulations on getting player of the game, and hopefully we can do this another couple of times with you and the rest of the team. Thank you, sir. That's Delvin Mays, fine young man who uh, goes, uh, what, Delvin's about, what, 6'3", 6'2", 315, 3'20". 325. He's he's a big he's a big young man. He's a big young man, and he is a great run we'll stopper in there. Yeah. You know, he really yeah is. he is great great player in there for us. And, and that was uh, that was huge the other night. Uh, I really thought that you know, Delvin's played some good games this year, but boy, he really stepped up and yep. controlled the inside game, and that's yeah, so blockable. important. Yeah. Well, and what uh, was great about him is how big he is. I mean, he he's got some quick feet. Mm-hmm. And he can shoot the gap, and, and uh, you know, obviously he's going to be tough to kind of dig out of that hole there for you. So he, uh, he, he's he got that, that combination of, of size and, and quickness. So we're, we're, we're happy to have him. He's, he's playing great and, and uh, going to continue to need him, at, you know, next week. Well, let's, you know, talk about some of the other defensive players because back-to-back shutouts, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, the rest of the line played good. We mentioned Quanzy Jackson, yep. uh, Mackey, who's been battling an injury lately. I thought he played well right. in there. And um, Mills at the other yep. uh, tackle. Now, the guy I wanted to mention um, is our backup safety who got the pick. Yeah, Malik Mitchell. Malik Mitchell. Mm-hmm. He got in there because uh, uh, the Jamarian, yeah. Jamarian was a little banged up. Yeah, he hurt his ankle with a collision with, with Zach uh, Staten uh, this week in, in practice and, 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 and rolled his ankle, and uh, Malik stepped in and, and uh, has great – Malik just has a great knack for the football, um, you know, and, and uh, not over physical, you know, in the run, run game, but, um, you know, but he has a great uh, – Great nose for the football when it's up in the air, and, and that's something that we saw, uh, you know, pretty early in, through the summer where ball's in the air, he can make play on it. And he's got great uh, – he, he covers ground really, really well and uh, pretty tall, 6'1". Six 6'1", one. One, yeah. Yeah, 180 pounds. Perfect and, and, size uh, for that right, position. And uh, chases the ball down, and, and he's had a couple picks for us this season. Now, is he a basketball player? Somebody said he might be a basketball player. Well, he showed some good ups. Yeah, there. and we, we had one of the – rain out practices we went to the gym and and uh he, he verted up and and grabbed the rim no problem so okay. if, he, if he's yeah. not on the basketball yeah. team he probably needs to be all right uh, we're going to take our final time out we're trying to get a hold of drew felios uh hopefully we'll get a hold of drew here to have him in our final segment but we'll take our last time out we'll be live at beefo brady's right after this Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. 
Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. My family's safety is my responsibility. Lord forbid anything were to happen while I'm away. So my wife and I decided to get a home security system. The best advice came from an ex-cop buddy who said he had a Vivint home security system. So we went with Vivint. Anyway, about a week later, I was traveling. It was late, and I got that feeling. You know, like I should check on my family? So I connected to my Vivint home security system from my smartphone. My security camera showed everything was okay. But my oldest forgot to lock the back door and set the alarm. No worries. I arm the system and lock the doors right from my smartphone. Bottom line, with Vivint, I worry way less. Get Vivint Home Security, winner of Consumer Digest's Best Buy Award for its advanced security. Call and get up to $1,800 in security equipment at no charge. That's $1,800 in security equipment at no charge. Call 800-407-1052. That's 800-407-1052. 800-407-1052. Restrictions apply. 48 or 60-month agreement at minimum $68 per month, and activation fee required. Not available in Louisiana. See Vivint.com for license numbers. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. Good evening. 75 moving well through Sarasota and Manatee counties. This traffic report brought to you by Sweet Tomatoes Restaurants, more than 25 locations in Florida. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, a smooth ride across the Manatee River. 301, not looking too bad, but we have a crash reported on 41 southbound. This will be just south of 53rd, seeing some delays there. Manatee Avenue, Fruitvale Road, looking pretty good. B Ridge and Clark Road, problem free. How fresh is Sweet Tomatoes produce? Let's just say within 24 hours of being in the ground, it's on a refrigerated truck on its way to the restaurant. Sweet Tomatoes food, fresh from the farm to your fork and made from scratch every day. Visit SweetTomatoes.com for the location nearest you. I'm Bob Cummings with WLSS Traffic.
to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Welcome back, everyone, to Beef O'Brady's. This has been a great show here tonight. we got about ten minutes left, and we want to give a shout-out to the volleyball team. They are in the final four, and congratulations to the Lady Canes. They will play on Friday morning, right, John? Friday morning, yep. Friday morning, and they play uh, university out of uh, the Jacksonville area. And, uh, look, I mean... If you look at everybody's record and everything, uh, we've got a good shot here, I think. Absolutely. And uh, I believe this is somebody that we may have played. Yes, uh, we played him earlier yeah, early in the year. year. Yeah, so uh, let's go volleyball, bring home a state championship, yeah. and add to the many that we already have at Manatee High School. Right now, we've got uh, Mr. High School on the line from Bright House Sports, Drew Felios. Drew, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good, guys. Thanks for having me again. Anytime, man. You are the man with a plan as far as the, the playoffs go. And uh, let's get to it. Um, we've got a lot of area schools that will be playing this Friday. Uh, give me some of the matchups that really intrigue you. Well, I think the one that, that really intrigues us first off is uh, the one we're doing for the game of the week. I have to promote that one. That's, of course, Braden River as uh, they take on Pinellas Park. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see if Braden River, it's one thing to be good in the regular season, but another thing to win in November and late November. And um, this is a program that I think thinks that, that they can done and start moving in the right direction. I think Kurt Bradley is something else. I mean, kids in his late 20s, I mean, the way he's taken over this program and moved it forward and and uh, just the way all the kids have bought in to what he's doing, um, it's going to be fun to watch him play. I, I'm not sure how talented they are to advance deep in the playoffs. But still, I think that's going to be a really fun matchup. Um, I also like also like the game that uh, that uh, St. Peter's is, is is playing in as they take on Vero Beach and also, of course, Mantis. You guys have Fort Pierce Central. That's always been a fun matchup in November as well. Um, and then, you know, Boone and Plant is another matchup that we're really watching in 8A. Um, you know, Plant, always a team that plays well in the postseason. They're always playing their best football going to be interesting to see if they can do that again this year and what about uh, bloomingdale and dr phillips that could be a good one bloomingdale uh of course coach boos old school they're playing awful well tell you what bloomingdale bloomingdale is a school that is is downright scary i mean they uh we had them earlier this year against alonzo and we're expecting an even steven matchup and they wiped the field with alonzo uh they proved that uh you know, that is a program that is going to be one to reckon with. And that's one that Coach Booth, I know, had a big part in building. But I'll tell you what, uh, Logan Krause, in my mind, guys, that's the best athlete in the state of Florida. Pound for pound, yeah. all yeah. sports. There is not another kid who does all three sports, football, baseball, basketball, at the level that this kid does. I have never – I've, I've been doing this 10 years in this area, and I've been doing it – about 17 years overall. I've never seen a kid perform as high as he can. I mean, here's a number one baseball draft pick playing like a gangbuster, a wide receiver, and also pulling down 10 rebounds and scoring about 12 points a game on the basketball court. He is incredible. 
Let's talk a little bit more about um, the region that the Hurricanes are in, Drew. Uh, who do you see as the favorites? Um, you know, and you, you don't just have to say Manatee because we're here, Drew, but uh, I'm, I'm really interested in the north part uh, with Dr. Phillips, Plant, and Bloomingdale. Who do you see coming out of there? Dr. Phillips, man, they're tough. They're tough to deal with uh, because those guys run the football. They have not lost a game this year. And, I mean, that's, that's just the team that has the potential to be nasty. I've seen them live at one time. Plant has a tremendous defense. You know, their defensive coordinator, James Harrell, was the head coach at Jesuits for the past three years. Not the past three years, but from 2011 to 2012. He was also the D.C. last year as well as Plant. But he has got that defense playing lights out. That second round Dr. Phillips, I, I think they're going to get by, by Bloomingdale, even though Bloomingdale is the team to be reckoned with. I see Dr. Phillips winning that first-round game, Plant winning their first-round game. Whoever gets by that Dr. Phillips-Plant probable game, I think it's going to be awfully tough to deal with. And, and Manatee can get it done. The question is, are all the pieces going to be there? Is everyone going to come together when it matters? I, I, I think all the pieces are there. The talent is there, but will the Hurricanes be playing at the top of their game against teams like Plan and Dr. Phillips. That's going to be the big question. Well, it just doesn't seem like that should be a, a matchup in the second round, just like if you project out if Manatee and Vero both win. Uh, that doesn't seem like a second-round matchup either. No, it doesn't. And, you know, that's, I guess, the, the day and age we're living in right now with, uh, you know, the redistrict classifications. There's a lot of stuff, Dave, that does not make sense. I mean, You've got teams with three and four wins playing in the postseason. You know, the, the Jesuit Tigers are an average football team playing in the, in the city of Tampa. Uh, I believe they're six and four now, and they're a first-round uh, seed or a district champion, as you would say, uh, heading into the postseason because they only have two other teams in their district, and they're both awful. So it's weird with all this redistrict classification. There's a lot of things that happen. That shouldn't happen, and I guess that's just the day and age we live in now. Hey, Drew, finally, uh, you guys have the Braden River Pirates and Pinellas Park on Friday night. Are you going to do, uh, you know, some cut-ins from some other games? What kind of special playoff coverage do you have planned for Bright House Sports? Well, we'll definitely be updating the game. I'm not sure as far as uh, the video coverage that we used to provide. We did that the last few years, and, Dave, that, uh, that is an awful, awful lot of manpower um, yeah. I'm not, exact, not exactly sure if we've got that in store, but we'll definitely be keeping fans updated on the game. And, uh, of course, everything that Manatee's doing, uh, my good friend George Colinos down in Manatee County always is texting me every few minutes, letting me know what's going on. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. We hope, perfect world, all Tampa Bay teams win. I would love to see Manatee and St. Pete again in the second round. I think that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fun. And hey, listen, if you want to take some of the highlights from our uh, video stream, go to it. You've got you've got our permission to do that, Drew. You can uh, show that at halftime. Listen, we really appreciate you coming aboard, and maybe we'll catch up with you in a couple weeks before the Manatee Plant game. Dave, thank you so much. And sorry for the delay this week. Uh, got caught up in some stuff, but I always love coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, Drew. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. 
Take All right, care. that's Drew Felios from Bright House Sports. And, uh, boy, some always interesting uh, insight from Drew. Yeah, he does a great job covering high school football in, in, in this area. And, you know, I did not know uh, that Braden River was the game of the week uh, this week in Pinellas Park. They, I did. I, I, I heard that. They, they need to have two teams that are local, obviously. Right. And uh, that, you know, means that we wouldn't be it because uh, we're playing a team from the East Coast. Uh, right. Now, it potentially next week could happen. Uh, you know, that, that game, St. Pete, uh, and Vero's going to be great. Our game, John, uh, should be an outstanding game, yep. and we're ready to go, man. Yep, Let's do we're it. ready. The kids are ready. It should be uh, should be a good one for us. Now, uh, closing thoughts, uh, health of the team, pretty good. Uh, is Jamarian, uh, is he back? Yeah, Jamarian's back. Uh, he, he went, uh, you know, today and, and yesterday as well, and so we're, we're, we're happy to have him back, and, and uh, right now everybody's, everybody's healthy. All right. Well, good luck uh, Friday night. Uh, the Booth brothers, uh, let's bring home a win and keep moving on. Let's do it. All right. Uh, hey, the trivia question, uh, that would be Don Bosco Prep played Fort Pierce. And uh, they uh, beat Fort Pierce. Uh, they beat the Hurricanes uh, what, about three years ago, but we went on to win the state championship. So you know, so be it. And that was a boy. That was a hard-fought game against Bosco Prep. They are a very, very talented team. So Fort Pierce will come rolling in here Friday, and they're a very well-coached team, and they're going to be ready to go. And the winner of that game will play the winner of Vero St. Pete, and that game is over on the east coast and then of course we've got Braden river they'll be tangling with pinellas park and our lady canes volleyball they'll be playing for a state championship the semifinals friday morning over in Kissimmee. i want to thank everyone involved in tonight's broadcast ace andrews back at the wlss studios for coach john booth coach james booth and gene brown this is dave bristow we'll see you friday night so long everyone Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.